Hey guys, I'm Mandy B. Anderson, and you're listening to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I'm the chief creative officer, a motivational speaker, and a life and business coach at a company called Rayma Team. I'm also thriving in the face of a life-threatening illness called cystic fibrosis. This weekly podcast is a series of real-life stories and conversations meant to encourage you with hope and more importantly, equip you with action steps to transform your life, your career, and your relationships. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey guys, I'm so happy to be back here with you for another episode of the She Who Overcomes podcast. So I have to be really honest, it has taken me probably... I'm going to go with seven times of recording this intro. So I'm not quite sure what's happening, but yours truly is not on her A-game today. So we're going to get what we get. I'm actually sitting in my closet recording this episode because on Thursdays I work from home and get some personal stuff done. And that's what's happening in my world as we speak. So what you're going to hear on today's podcast is going to be a little bit more polished than this intro. Uh, A few weeks ago, I had the absolute honor of speaking at a fundraiser event for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, and I shared a message about being a hero, what it means, what it looks like, how to live that out. And I also shared some of my heroes in the cystic fibrosis community. So I hope you enjoy this message. I recorded that just for you because I thought you guys might want to hear that. And hey, by the way, if you like what you hear and you are looking for a speaker for your next event, let's talk. I'd love to see if if we're a good fit to work together. So you can find out more about all of the things that I offer as a speaker at www.raymateam.com forward slash speaking, www.raymateam.com forward slash speaking. Okay, seriously, as I fumble through all my words, we're going to move on and dive into this message. Enjoy. Now, it is my distinct pleasure, the most important part of the evening, because I have the opportunity to introduce our next guest, who is actually quite famous around these parts, and she is a motivational speaker, certified life coach, and a business strategist, so we're going to hear a lot of good stuff tonight. Uh, Mandy Anderson is who I'm talking about. She's right here to my left. You're right. And she was recently featured in Runner's World magazine, get this though, for completing the Bismarck Half Marathon. I can't run a half marathon and I don't have CF. She does. So she's going to tell us about that and tell us what's going on in her life right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Mandy Anderson. Well, thank you, Drew, and good evening. How is everybody doing tonight? We're feeling good, right? Well, I'm Mandy, and it is such an honor to be here with you tonight. I am super excited because in one month, I am turning 38. 
I didn't think, you probably didn't think that you would be coming here tonight hearing a woman stand up on a stage screaming her age, right? But when you're born with cystic fibrosis, it's a big deal to celebrate every birthday. In 1981, the medical outlook for somebody born with cystic fibrosis was not good. It was known as a child's disease because most kids barely made it into high school. Well, Mark and Mary Brockle are my parents, and they found out that I was diagnosed at six months old. And they were told that it could be a miracle if I graduated from high school, but there were some new technology things coming out and new medical advancements, and the future could take a turn and look brighter. I remember sitting in our small church the day of my high school graduation, and my dad stood up in front of the entire congregation, about this many people, and he started thanking everybody for their support through the years, and he was thanking them for prayers, and he started sharing my life story. How many of you have teenagers? right now. Yeah, how many of you remember being a teenager? And you probably would not have appreciated your dad standing up on your graduation day sharing your life story, right? I was completely mortified. I don't know if you know this, but I was mortified that you did that. And I remember just thinking, oh, stop. I just want to get out of this small town and move on with my life. And the truth of the matter is, I didn't realize what they were experiencing at that point in time. You see, my mom and dad had hope. They had hope because of the efforts of organizations like the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And they taught me to be responsible. They taught me that I could do anything I put my mind to as long as I always took care of myself. And because of that, I once went 11 years without having a tune-up. Now, if you're not familiar with what a tune-up is and you're just here for the drinks, a tune-up is this thing that we, we call a, a hospital stay in the CF community. It's like a two-week gig where you are hooked up to medication. You don't usually look sick, but you just need the IV meds because you are sick. And so I don't know why they make us feel like cars, but they call it a tune-up. And to go 11 years without one was kind of a big deal. And so for the majority of my life, I was the model patient. I did not like running when I was growing up. I did not like exercise, but I was a singer. And so I spent all my time, all my free time, doing my best to match Celine Dion's voice. And you bet I was at that concert the other night. She was amazing. I just was beside myself, but we'll just stay on topic or I could just go on a buddy trail. But my entire life, I was really healthy. I didn't really know what it was like to struggle with cystic fibrosis. My adult life with CF started out pretty strong. One day, my dad and I sat down to come up with some statistics of what CF looked like in numbers for my life. And we found out that by the time I was 26 years old, I had consumed roughly 250,000 pills. I had racked up 
nearly $663,000 in medical bills. I had spent 14,235 hours doing treatments. That's roughly the equivalent of 1.63 years of my life. I had sat in 244 doctor appointments and spent 2,472 hours in the hospital for those tune-ups. And these numbers are quite conservative, to be honest. There's a lot of CF patients who can double or triple those numbers for the same age. And it would be really easy to dwell on those problems, don't you think? I mean, how many of you would be filled with anxiety and depression and constant worry just over the medical bills alone, right? It's a lot to handle. But I chose not to dwell on them. Instead, I decided to have a positive outlook. So when I saw those numbers, I decided to flip them. And I saw it like this. Those 250,000 pills that I took equaled dedication and discipline to stay healthy. What's the good side of $663,000 in medical debt or medical bills? Well, the only good side I could find of that is I was probably helping some kids to have food at their table by paying somebody's, uh, you know, income. Those 14,235 hours doing treatments, that is personal reflection time. You see, as a life coach and a business coach, I hear all the time people say, I wish I had time for myself. I wish I was disciplined enough to just take that time for myself to think. And here I am, I get to every day. Those 244 doctor appointments and that time in the hospital, I decided to look at that as friendships with people I would have never met otherwise. You see, that simple decision to shift my perspective has helped me stay positive in the face of CF. My mom and dad have both told me at different times in my life that I'm their hero. And I don't often feel like a hero. There are some days where I can't even. And mustering up the energy to do things can be hard sometimes with cystic fibrosis, even when you're healthy. But I started really thinking about what it means to be a hero. So I looked it up. Webster's Dictionary says that a hero is a person admired for achievements and noble qualities. It's one who shows great courage. In real life, I think a hero is somebody who learns from their mistakes, somebody who pushes beyond their limits, someone who inspires others to rise up and do more. So I want to introduce you tonight to a few of my heroes in the CF world. Maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't. Claire Wineland. Claire was a CF warrior who started her own nonprofit organization to raise awareness of CF. She started Claire's Place Foundation. She lost her battle last year after a lung transplant, but her story lives on 
because she was actually the creative collaborator and the inspiration for the movie Five Feet Apart. How many of you saw that? How many of you cried all the way through it? Yeah, me too. Claire is somebody that I found online years ago. And even though she was so much younger than me, her story and her vibrancy for life and for living the best life in the midst of her struggles was inspiring. This is my friend, Laura Govendo. And Laura is somebody who is wise beyond her years. She had a lung transplant two years ago. And you can hear her entire story on episode 20 of my podcast, The She Who Overcomes podcast. This is my friend, Shauna. I've known Shauna since I was little. Shauna loved horses. She had her own business and she did rodeos. And she passed away two years ago after a long fight with cancer after having a lung transplant. And the thing about growing up with cystic fibrosis is through the years, it's been, there's, the, there's hope, but there's the sad side. And when you lose friends to the same disease that you have, it makes you, first of all, kind of scared to make more friends who have CF. And so over the last several years, I've kind of shied away from reaching out and being involved in the CF community because honestly, it hurt too much. And just this year, I started to realize how backwards that thinking was for me. So I started looking for inspirational people online who also have CF, people who were pushing past their limits and doing things that we never thought possible. And here's who I found. Ben Mudge. Okay, seriously. He is known as the CF Thor. Like, that's his nickname. This man is 29 years old. He lives in Ireland. He is a personal trainer. And he has made it his mission to craft specifically designed training programs for CF patients for weightlifting to help raise their lung functions and make them stronger. He's taking his disease and turning it into a passion to help others. Then there's this guy. Josh, I believe you pronounce it Llewellyn Jones. He is a world record holder who is crushing his limitations. This guy recently completed a grueling competition of swimming 21 miles, biking 210 miles, and then running 160 miles in five days. And he did it all to raise awareness for CF. Then there's my friend Jess Bianco. She is a 26-year-old sister by the way, in the CF world, we've come up with this fun lingo where we call the girls sisters and the boys are fibros. Sisters and fibros. So she's my sister. She lives in Arizona. I met her on Instagram. She's married. She is a mom. And she has a full-time job and recently just opened up 
her own clothing line. And that clothing line is actually called LXV Clothing. LXV is the Roman numeral 65. And this is her way of sharing her story of CF. And so she's made these shirts and a portion of every shirt sold goes to the CF Foundation. These are the people that I have found who inspire me. And I love sharing their stories because to me, they're the heroes. But then there's me. I've made mistakes, big ones. And I've always heard it said growing up that people with CF kind of tend to go through this rebellious stage. And I could never understand that. Like, why would you not do your treatments? Why would you do that to yourself? And so I never went through that when I was in college. I never went through that at all until my late 20s and early 30s. It's like I had a midlife crisis or something. And I stopped doing my treatments from 2010 to 2012. Now, my reasons behind it were a little different than most that I've heard. And I was looking for a God-sized miracle. So I didn't do my treatments. And at first, it looked like things were okay. I mean, my lung functions were going down a little bit, but I could run. And I couldn't run before that. And so I just kept running. But eventually, that choice ended me in the hospital. In May of 2012, I found myself weighing 92 pounds with 22% lung function. I was introduced to the world of anxiety and depression at that time with panic attacks basically around the clock. I was barely able to crawl down the hallway without taking a nap. In fact, my husband would carry me if we needed to go somewhere fast because it would take too long for me to do it myself. And this was somebody who grew up with lung functions in like 98% to 100% of normal. And here I was experiencing the worst that CF has to offer. I spent those 22 days in the hospital fighting for my life. Here's what the worst that CF has to offer. Waking up every morning, having a 20-minute coughing attack, basically coughing up mucus, having to have cold water just to stop it and a fan on you to cool you down, having to take insulin shots before each meal because of CF-related diabetes, <clears throat> even the possibility of a feeding tube and a lung transplant. But the thing is, because I wasn't doing my medication, I wouldn't have qualified for a lung transplant at that point. That fight for my life taught me a lot of valuable lessons. <clears throat> and I don't know that I would have learned them any other way. And to be honest, the miracle that I was praying for is the life that I get to live now, because the fact that I was able to bounce back from 22% lung functions without a lung transplant like that and get my lung, my lung functions back to 73%, 78%, 79%, that's a miracle in and of itself. 
that experience taught me to be thankful for medicine. When you grow up living with a disease like CF, you don't know anything different. And so the idea of being thankful for medicine is kind of silly sometimes until you learn how important that medication is. It made me thankful for the efforts of the CF Foundation and the scientists and the medical teams that are making it their life mission to find a cure for this disease. And it made me thankful for people like you who come out to these events and who give of your resources to a disease that maybe you have a heart connection to, maybe you don't. Nearly eight years ago now, I almost died. And on September 21st of this year, I ran 13.1 miles. And I crossed the finish line to what I'm calling my first half marathon because by the time I was at mile nine, I decided I'm gonna totally do this again. But I'm gonna take a break because it's a lot of work to train for something like that and it took me about three hours. And the funny thing about that day is that my lungs did great. It was my legs that were the problem. <laughs> I ended up getting a cold two weeks beforehand so I couldn't train like I wanted to. And so my legs were mad at me basically from the start, but I did it. And it was an amazing experience. It was a very emotional experience because eight years prior to that, my legs couldn't even carry me down the hallway. So to be able to experience what it's like to run was amazing. So a local news station shared this journey and documented this. And because of that, Runner's World Magazine called. And they did a story on me. And they titled it, The Mantra That Helped This Runner With Cystic Fibrosis Finish Her First Half Marathon. Who wants to know what the mantra was? So this is what I said for about six months. Like I wrote it in my notebook, I wrote it in my journal. Guys, this is a life coaching tip right here. It can change your life, I promise. I wrote it down every day for six to seven months beforehand and I said it throughout that day and sometimes I even said it out loud. It was this. I am an energetic half marathon runner. I truly believe that the energy I had that day, especially when my legs hurt so bad, was because I told myself I was. Our outlook and our choices make a difference. They can make something like CF better or worse. And I have come to learn that CF doesn't mean that I can't do something. It doesn't mean that I can't function. Just came up with that on the spot. It means that I can and that I should, that I should rise up and prove that it can be done. And because of your help and because of the help of the CF Foundation, myself, all of the CF warriors that I introduced you to, and so many others from around the world are able to rise up and do things too. 
As a business owner myself, I know how important it is to have funding. A couple weeks ago, actually a couple days ago, I was listening to a podcast from a, another business coach, and she has a background in nonprofit organizations. And she was talking about um, just our, our mindset with money, and she said something that was so poignant that I found myself nodding to. And earlier tonight, Joe and I were talking about this. And what she said is that nonprofit organizations don't need 30 people volunteering to help with an event. What they need is your money to be able to keep working towards that mission. And so this brings me to you, because tonight, as you enjoy more networking, as we enjoy more drinks, because I, for one, am totally going downstairs after this to try out that tequila drink, I want to challenge you to step up as a hero yourself. Not just tonight, but in your everyday life. Be someone who learns from their mistakes. Be someone who pushes beyond their limits. Be someone who inspires others to rise up and do more by setting the example. You have been uniquely positioned to be here tonight. I don't believe that's an accident. You're here for a purpose. Each dollar that you give tonight is a way for you to be a hero to people like myself and countless individuals from around the world. And so on behalf of every person with CF, I wanna say thank you for being here tonight, and thank you to the CF Foundation for all of your efforts. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. I'll be back with another episode for you next week. But for now, if you would take a moment and write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that would mean the world to me. I also want to give a shout out to my very handsome husband, Mr. Nate Anderson, for editing this podcast. For more information, go to www.raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under the name Ms. Mandy B. Anderson. Oh, and one last thing. I hope you heard something today that gave you the courage to rise up and overcome that thing that you've been facing. You're stronger than you think. I'll see you next week.